You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America. And American pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. welcome, Pen. What? You'll know why. Okay, I'm Ben. I'm Freezer. Fraser like Razor, and this is your Welcome America presents Drag Race UK season five episode one. Woo-hoo. I did. I was doing a, a northeast accent because this oh. is much like last season of Drag Race US was the Connecticut season. This mm. is the northeast season. All right, they're all from different places, but all classed as the northeast pet. The northeast edition. <laughs> I have to use the word pet to really get myself in and out of that accent. <laughs> so we haven't done anything for a while. Well, we've done stuff. We've done life. We haven't done a podcast for a while. And now you're about to get about 50 million thrown your way. Yeah. As I like to call it, our very erratic uh, record and release <laughs> schedule continues. But everyone, you know, life is life. So there you go. So for the next however many weeks, we're going to be doing recaps mm. every week of Drag Race UK. You can watch it on Wild Presents Plus. In the UK, you can watch it on BBC Three. <laughs> BBC <laughs> On Trois. the iPlayer. On the iPlayer. Has that been rena- renamed yet? I think it's still the iPlayer, which Good is crazy. Them. You are going to at some point get a regular You're Welcome America episode. Just, you know... And we'll, we'll get to it. Just it'll, chill out. It'll happen. It'll be Ch- fine. Chill out, pet. Right. That wasn't very good, <laughs> was it? Oh, right. Before we start. Oh, so yeah. I Airbnb'd you... my house. Okay. And then I opened a cupboard the other day and the guests left some sweet treats by accident. Can you describe them to the group, okay. please? I'm seeing one thing I sound like the sound of, one thing I don't like the sound of. A nerd's gummy cluster, which I don't like the sound of, which is described as sweet and gummy inside, tangy and crunchy outside. They're kind of like a, a ball with lots of little small rock pieces on the well, outside. Do, do that one first. Okay. Yeah. I'm never... Nerds... Do you remember when everyone... There was that rumor going around that nerds had glass in them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course that went round in Glasgow, that rumor. Oh. Huh. Interesting. Do you know what they're a little bit like? Hmm. Not, not, they don't taste like, but they are a similar family to a jazzy. Mm. Do you remember a jazzy? Yeah. The sweet version of a fab lolly. Mm. The kind of the fruit inside with the bits on the outside. I'm just, I'm finding, finding the texture combination I not, knew, not great. I knew you wouldn't like the texture. Well, you know, I don't like gritty. Mm. Same reason I don't drink mojitos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like all that grit at the bottom of a cocktail. Okay, now I'm going into the second bag, which is sour Skittles gummies, which I know I'm going to like because... I love sour and I love Skittles. Skittles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had my friend visiting from the UK and she's really, uh, my friend Lydia, she's really reset a lot of my words and things. She said some great stuff while she was here, by the way. What did she say? My favorite thing is she said, oh, I hope you don't think I'm thick. Oh, yes. I, yeah. was, I was there for that. <laughs> oh, these are good. Oh, yeah. These are right. I, these are right on my alley. Mm. They're kind of, I would say, fruit pastel adjacent. Mm. It's a fun bit of business for the top. Lovely bit of business just found in your cupboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably poisoned. Did I eat the other food that the Airbnb guests left? Yes, I did. Of course, I absolutely would. Yeah, I mean, another time Airbnb guest guest left a whole tub of unopened uh, Ben and Jerry's fish food. Yeah, oh my God, what a what a gift from heaven. This time, there was some... <laughs> there was some salami and stuff. It was opened. I've been eating it. Well, what... what you know, realistically, what is a random stranger going to do with salami that... Hmm. Okay. Okay. 
So, we are going to be talking about Drag Race UK Season 5, Series 5, Episode 1. Mm-hmm. Before we get into the actual episode, mm-hmm. last week on... Uh, last week. Last time when we did Meet the Queens, I talked about some of the, the rumours and conjecture and kind of business about the eliminated queen. Now, there's been a lot of chit-chat about this. Oh, yes. I saw when the episode aired last week... Even though I was in the grip of what I can only describe as a Victorian fever mm. uh, when that was happening, it's because I was out of town. Yeah, I was. I was. I was at a loss. I definitely had consumption last week, but anyway, I've recovered from it. I'm, you know, like the boy in the secret garden in my wooden wheelchair, just being pushed around. And this week, Edmund. <laughs> Is that his name? I don't know. And this week, you've got a mustache. Yeah. Oh, uh, look, there's a there's a lot happening. God, okay, we haven't even talked about anything. <laughs> don't worry yet. about my mustache. I saw a lot of things going around on like Twitter and online last week and it was people trying to catch glimpses of the queen that got kicked off oh so she appeared it, it, from what i can glean that she was actually removed halfway through filming the first episode interesting or removed just before the runway of the of the episode because the editing is very strange up until the main stage stuff and actually there was a full wide shot of every single contestant at the back of the main stage so i think by that point she had been removed and that's also why it was there no one got eliminated in the first episode right but do we know why and what's happened well it's a bit it's very dark it's sexual assault allegations oh. against the queen that was in there so i don't know if we sh- if we're equipped to to get into it especially because mm. it's all kind of not been confirmed by anyone but that's that's word on the street basically got it okay and it does account for some quite strange for some quite strange editing decisions that happened in this at the beginning of this episode but I made some notes of that as we go along as well. Okay, that's good to hear because <laughs> I flew through this episode, so you are going to be really at the helm. <laughs> well, it was also very comfortable to watch, wasn't it? You flew through it because it felt so kind of familiar. Yeah it, yeah, it was... Well, no, we'll talk about the general energy and vibe as we get into it. Shall we begin? Yeah, let's do it. So let's we do our entrances. Yeah, we get a lovely little... Well, we, you know, we find out who the judges are. We'll get into Kristen McMenemy. McMenemy. I mean, I know she's... Michelle McManus. Having done some research, she's incredibly famous, but in the eyes of the Drag Race viewers, a star is born. Well, also, I... Is she super famous? I, I did some Googling and she's basically in every like picture of every supermodel is with her. Okay. I think she's just somehow a blind spot for me and us. And us, yeah. Yeah. So who have we got first? Okay. First of all, we have Tamara Thomas. She is from Hartlepool. She's wearing a black and white outfit. She's a talker. She is. Her, her entrance line is, I think this is what it was. I had to listen to it three times. And I couldn't understand. The Bond girls arrived and I'm ready to murder these bitches. She said Bond girl, right? I don't know. No yeah, clue. it was. I really, I really struggled to understand whether it was Bond girl. I thought maybe then blonde girl, but she had brunette hair on. So it didn't make any sense. Well, I mean, talk, talk back, shout back, call back to producer Bree, who texts us both saying that she did not understand a word of Tamara Thomas. Yeah, she, I think that she looks like Kyle Richards. You're such a f***ing liar, Camille. Oh, that's, she does. Yes, Which yes, yes, then yes, in yes. turn, later, uh, later, Rue references Demi Moore, who is, it basically goes, Tamara Thomas, Kyle Richards, Demi Moore, if you're looking up in the kind of okay. scale of everyone who looks the same in that little trio. Mm. <laughs> My main notes for her is that she's, already kind of a star in her confessional in the interview she's she's gonna be the person that they use the whole yeah. time she's a real she's a real like natural 
it didn't nothing she said really felt that forced it all felt very like just her chit-chatting in her little Do you know what she in her is? little outfit she's a right chatterbox she is a right chatterbox <laughs> <laughs> i've written here she says at one point never looked back and she goes never looked back yeah <laughs> there's a lot of that going on she's from yeah where she says there's no gay bars in hartlepool no shit yeah <laughs> where is hartlepool near uh newcastle uh oh should i get a little uk map up yeah. i think we might need that <laughs> uk if you could go get what were the what did you have like a map drawer growing up yeah that's well my house it wasn't as organized as that it would be in the drawer with like batteries a million other things yeah you know my mom she wouldn't have a map drawer okay oh hartlepool yes here we go hartlepool is just above Middlesbrough. So Middlesbrough is... That's ne- no help to me. <laughs> Middlesbrough is the next city, big city down from Newcastle. Middlesbrough's a city? Yeah. I Middlesbrough? I used to know someone from there. That's why I'm very familiar with it. I thought Middlesbrough was an area. No, it's okay. a city. <laughs> yeah, it goes Newcastle, then Sunderland, and then Hartlepool underneath it. Total side note, and we'll talk about this really properly on uh, our regular You're Welcome America, but on my road trip, came across two towns. One was, oh, just a place called... Las Vegas, but not that, not the Las Vegas. Oh, of course. Another Las Vegas, and that's one one state over. Uh, this country is and then wild. Th- there was a town called Truth or Consequences. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to someone on the phone today at work who lived in a place called Bonanza. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this country's mad. Bonanza sounds like an area of like a a Disney like a Disney built village well both of those towns sound like game shows bonanza and truth are consequences consequences. yes (laughs) okay who trotted in next to the workroom next up all seven foot of her is banksy banksy she's from manchester she's lower energy yeah uh what was her entrance line she said thank god you can't smell me she's very not in looks or anything like that i'm not doing comparing queens but in terms of low energy but kind of high Comedic, high impact and comedic value. She's got the same kind of tea or coffee energy of that very flat, very, yeah, very flat voice that doesn't ever sound excited, but is also very funny and very interesting. Yeah. Definitely. Did she have mice on her shoes? She did. Yes. And and she said in her interview, I'm a slim, vibrant woman in her mid twenties with a lust for life and a flexible spine. And then she says, that's a complete lie because I've basically got rickets. Yeah. And I was like, love a rickets reference. Totally love a rickets reference. (laughs) Yeah, she uh, wearing a lower heel <laughs> yeah. because she is incredibly tall. She described herself as she had got big feet, long legs, big head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she said, I thought that was kind of cool because after she described herself, she said she thinks of herself as an experimental fashion illustration where she puts beautiful garments around this very strange body. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, she's not wrong. Did you uh, Did you find out who her drag parent was? I just wanted to have a chat, oh. with, you, have a chat with you about your favorite ex-drag oh, race contestant. Don't do this to me. It's me. <laughs> Cheddar Gorgeous. Oh, no. And she even used a very Cheddar gorgeous description, which I feel like Cheddar wrote down for her. Cheddar's my drag, gender non-conforming parental figure. That's me, Cheddar Gorgeous. There was a lovely moment when, her, when she sits down with Tamara. It happens a couple of times in this entrance, but there was a lovely bit of ASMR of both of them clacking their long, really long acrylic nails on the, the workroom table oh, together. that's nice. I was like, oh, it really gave me like a tingle down my spine. <laughs> I love the noise of acrylic nails tapping on things. Like uh, my old maths teacher, Miss <laughs> Adams, when oh, she would use... She uh, had full acrylics? No, but she, when she would <laughs> use chalk on the board and she did it very gently oh, and I'd I find see. myself falling asleep. I was thinking of your Miss Adams with a full <laughs> set of 
of like modern acrylics back in like the 90s. Oh, she's very ahead of her time. And Miss Adams once told me when we're making Christmas cards uh, not to write uh, Merry Xmas because it took the Christ out of Christmas. I was like, exactly. (laughs) Okay, next up, Miss Naomi Carter. She's from Doncaster. 23. She's in a lilac gown that doesn't fit. (laughs) And there was not much going on in Doncaster, so she moved to Hull. (laughs) Her entrance line was, let me hear you say, hey up, Miss Carter. She, I think I just did a Yorkshire accent, but she is quite Northern. It's quite fantastic. So where, did, where was she from originally? Sorry. Don, she's originally from Doncaster, but then she moved to Hull because there was more of a scene okay, in Hull. I just need to Google Doncaster because I can't remember where Donny. that is. Um, I've described her here as gobby. <laughs> she's very gobby. Gobby. She even describes herself as gobby, I think. Okay, so Doncaster is just next to Sheffield. So I think it's... Okay. Yeah, it's just next to Sheffield. Steel. Steel. Cutlery. She moved to Hull. Yeah, Hull is so far away from there. But apparently Hull's got a scene. Isn't it? Oh, hang on. Where's Hull? Nowhere's that far in the UK. Well, no, but it is when you're in the UK, everything suddenly becomes very... Uh... Hold on. I'm struggling to find Hull on a map. I, I zoomed up and I was looking at Edinburgh. Oh, I see. Oh, Hull is... Oh, Hull is west of Leeds? Wow, I'm really learning stuff here. I thought Hull was above Newcastle. Yeah. I've been to Hull and let me tell you something. Was it a hull of a place? It was not great. I had dinner at a Bella Pasta. <laughs> <laughs> no, at Frankie and Benny's. I had dinner at Frankie and Benny's. But hull, hull is one of those regeneration places. Yes, yes. But... So since we've left, yeah. it's skyscrapers and tell you what, the National Lottery really paid for a few bits and pieces. <laughs> maybe a leisure centre. A National Lottery fund. <laughs> so she, uh, so there's a good bit here where she sits down and Banksy guesses, so you're a combination of Naomi Campbell and Beyonce Carter and... <laughs> Naomi Carter says, she's like, oh yeah, they're just like, I sound more like Jay-Z. <laughs> she's a lot of fun in her confessionals as yeah. well. Yeah, she's she's bouncing off the walls in her confessionals. She's a real smiley child. Yeah. And what is it, Banksy says, this is a, such a UK reference. First of all, she says she sounds like someone's granddad. And then she says she sounds like the voice of the waltzers. So, you know, when you, did you ever have like a real, like, what, like at the a real sketchy fairground come? And then they have, when you're on the waltzers, they do have a voiceover that's like, Let's go faster. Come on now. There was a really, it was such a specific reference and yeah. it was great. I always thought that like the voice of the waltz was more like scream if you want to go faster. It's a little well, bit more slick. Maybe you went to posh affairs than, no, than Banksy. There was no posh fair. There was no <laughs> posh fairground fair. We were getting chips and things like that. Chips. Chips. <laughs> right next up. Michael Maruli enters. Michael Maruli. She sure <laughs> she's, does. She's a lot. She's been doing drag for 15 years, and at one point she talks about living in Gran Canaria, which she describes as a concrete gay jungle. Canaria. Canaria. Oh, sorry, I laughed it... at you last time about this. Oh, yeah, it's Canaria. Canaria. <laughs> I'm sure I've told you before how Egyptian grandmother used to call uh, Canary Wharf um, Canary Wharf. It's <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> well, I'll count you with another story I've always told that Lydia's mum is from Cockfosters. And she doesn't like saying the word cock, so she calls it co-fosters. <laughs> it's just simply not the name of the no. area. <laughs> okay, what's her entrance line? She says, all right, lasses, Michael Maruli on season five. And then there was some kind of noise that I just wrote noise because I didn't understand what she said. N- noise. So she's also from the Northeast. She is from Newcastle. I can place that on a map. Yeah. She's, oh, I can't, she but I... She describes herself as a daft camp Geordie bastard with a heart of gold and a flair for the dramatic. At one point, she talks about how there's so many Northeast Queens, and she says that we're the sort who go to Greg's and suck people off behind Asda. (laughs) 
Yeah, so she's very seasoned, as they say. She also says that she's called Michael Morelli in and out of drag. And then she says, I haven't got some made up name. Like, you know, she said some name like Patty O'Dores. You know, I can't be called something like that. I'm just Michael. And I was like, what's Patty o- Oh. Oh my God, Patio Doors. I'm so stupid. I just got Patio. that. That is a fantastic Patio. drag name. Patio Doors. Patio Doors is a great drag name. I can't believe it took me this long to get you it. You'd want to be Irish for that. Yeah, Patio Doors. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's kind of a bit of a little running thing, just just a tiny little thing about people not knowing who she is, even though she she's a little shocked that people don't know who she is, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. But she's in Gran Canaria. <laughs> Canaria. Uh, she's in uh, the concrete Gran- gay jungle of Gran, Gran Canaria. Canaria. God, whenever I see, oh, no, I, well, I was going to say, whenever I see people on Instagram or social media in Gran Canaria or Sitches, I'm like, fucking hell. <laughs> well, there's also, there's a there's a, a bit of a myth about some parts of Europe from people in this country that you what? kind of, well, you know, like when Americans are like, I'm going to Spain, and then you find out where they're going and you're like, <laughs> anyway. Malaga. Yeah, just like, oof, you're going to have a tough time there. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a, l- <laughs> there's a little bit of kind of a thing about how she follows Tamara on Instagram, but Tamara doesn't follow her back. And at this point, I just wrote, I love Tamara's confessional look. I actually can't remember what it is, but I, I just love it. Oh, it's, it's very, the blonde hair. Yeah, the blonde hair. It's and quite the- severe, like... Like a painted Lego boy. Yes. You know who she also, because she's so animated, this is a this is a really t- strange reference that I'm not sure is going to translate very well to anyone, including you. You remember the show Art Attack with Neil Buchanan? <laughs> yes. Do you remember that, that head that was like a bust in a museum that mm. talked and was like, Wah. yeah, she in her confessionals has a real, the energy that, of that the head. The energy of that head and kind of looks like it. That rubber head yeah, flying that, around. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It was fun. Um, and then I said, uh, Michael's confessional look, SOS. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that rubbery top. I don't know where that's from. I yep. guess from a, a Grand Canarian boutique, I guess. Mm. Definitely on the on the seafront. <laughs> like a gay like a gay boutique. You know, those real, like, that have got really strange names. And you're like... What do you, how do you, how do you keep afloat? And you know, there's been some funny business in the changing rooms. Oh yeah. A few pawns filmed there. Okay. Who's next? It is Kate Butch. She is from Derbyshire, specifically Buxton. And I was thrilled that someone referenced Buxton water oh, yeah. much she, straight she away. Did. You call it Derbyshire? Dar- what did I say? Derbyshire. You said Derbyshire. Did sh- I don't know. I'm not from there. Your accents. You've gone mad. Where these, tra- these travels you've been on, you've traveled the globe and everywhere. Yeah. All <laughs> over the time. So she, her entrance line is Heathcliff, it's me. I'm Kathy. I've come home. And then she just says, oh, I'm so cold. I was going, okay. She's doing a Kate Bush Wuthering Heights reference. Lovely. Mm-hmm. She, I love her out of drag look, by the way. Oh, kind of like a British librarian. Very librarian chic. Yes. She's like a, like a leveled up, it's like a leveled up uh, Veronica Green out of drag. Yes, look. It it's is. that kind of they're they're very similar, similar flavor, but hers is a little more kind of Le- less less sexual than Vicky yes. Green. Because remember how Vicky Green got really <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to say Randy. She did. <laughs> so she had a few pre-prepared things. I know that she you didn't like you don't like the Comic Sans reference that she makes about herself being the Comic Sans of drag. I know you don't like that. But she was when she was explaining herself, she said that. And then she finished it, which I really liked. She said, I'm like your mum's friend, Sue, who discovered memes and had a nervous breakdown. Yeah, that was good. I like it because it doesn't make any sense. But it also included someone saying the mum named Sue. Sue. 
Yeah. Uh, so I really liked that. She looks she looks good in drag, she looks doesn't fantastic she? Fantastic in drag. Like she really she she has a, a like quite um a blank canvas of a boy face yeah. that really dresses up well. She's got these very gorgeous like everything's like swooping up and around on her face. Like she's everything is all these like pointy swoopy kind of. She has kind of a witchy look in drag, which yeah. I really like. Like she's a little, kind of 60s witch, like bewitched. She's a little jinx monsoon, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and she fun. makes a really good joke about, they're, they're talking about taking part in different beauty pageants. And she says that she's come in second uh, twice playing Monopoly at a beauty pageant, which <laughs> made me laugh. She is a stand-up. Yes. So we'll see what happens. And then I said at the end of this, because there's now a few girls in the room, I said the girls are really starting to have a kind of a everyone's trying to put a button on the end of each oh. each scene. And by this point, after Kate got there, I said they're having a real carry-on off, if that makes any sense. Yes. carry-on off with like double entendres. Someone's just like, you know, oh God, there's a few of us here. And they're like, well, well I'll give us a few of them here. And I'm like, they're like, well, I'm the one that's gone. The energy is like, wah, bang, lang, lang. Completely like slide whistles, like McGee. Now, we've very much been in the UK, and then we have Caramel enter, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what US drag is. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, you can kind of, you're like, oh, well, okay. So, yeah, so they, they did a real music sting for, for Caramel. Everyone else gets kind of, everyone gets something that kind of matches them, but most of it's just kind of wackadoodle music, but she got like a full, like, kind of almost like an Egyptian an Egyptian score is what she got to kind of match her look. Yeah, although her warrior. look was, was kind of like Xena warrior princess yeah. with a giant staff. She is just stunning. Yeah. She, in her, so when she introduced, well, her entrance line is Neil for your goddess. And then in her interview, she does a pitch perfect <gasps> uh, London accent. It was it unbelievable. She introduced herself, it's pitch perfect. I have zero notes. Actually, I think I've got it here. Do you want me to play it? Yeah. Yeah, my name's Carbonell. I'm 26. I yeah. mean, that is, I'm like, Caramel. Caramel, she's I'm really, pretty sick. She, she's really, she's really, she's nailed that. She's good. <laughs> uh, but she's not from London. She lives in London. Yes. Where is she from? She's from Atlanta, Georgia, originally. Oh God, her confession look. She's wearing like a black polo neck and a kind of red satin yes. dinner jacket yes. over it. It's very strange. It's very strange. Yeah, it's a very, I, I don't quite understand what's happening. She looks like she's going to do magic. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, look, I'll take it. I love, I love a kind of a, a magic look, yeah, a magician a, look. It is. I, I appreciate it because she's such a, she's so utterly gorgeous and done up in drag. Maybe it's just her off duty. Yeah, look. she's like, like I, can't, I can't do it all the time. On that magic jacket. <laughs> she is. I've just written here. Well, she'll probably win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a great bit of acting from her and Tamara where they pretend that they're they can't believe that each other are there even though they live together yes they must clearly <laughs> of course they know they had to watch each other literally pack for this show so they do yeah but you know they give a story so they tell us that they are to use a very uk term housemates housemates my housemates mm. where do you think they live because they're from they're both in london so where do you think they live well, who knows these days clapham no what yeah. about do you remember when we were looking at Caramel's Instagram on the Meet the Queens and she was out, it was just a lot of like central London. So it's hard to get a, get a handle on home. Well, didn't the other one say the other one? You know what I'm going to be Tamara. like? Tamara. Didn't Tamara talk about, no, there's someone later who talks about being the queen of um, like Soho. Oh, don't you worry. I've got, I've got Dee Delicious's uh, number about that. Yeah, about that Delicious. Line. So uh, yeah, they, they talk about that. And who is it? Is it um, Banksy that says that, 
she's really excited that that caramel's there calls her a trans icon oh yeah and they have a nice moment later don't they yeah and she she basically says in her interview that she feels like the london scene drag scene has accepted her and i just wrote lovely stuff <laughs> lovely stuff yeah so just to clarify caramel is trans and banksy is non-binary correct so in next comes ginger johnson and her entrance line is that toilet's blocked loved it that's good great dirty god i love her boy look i'm telling you something i'm into ginger johnson yeah. out of drag i'm really attracted to, I, to uh, olive drag. olive green leopard print top gold glasses little black hat yeah fun she's really fun in the interview as well she's she's not as high energy as say tamara but she's more of like a solid like i feel like her and uh kate butch are both of a similar ilk in their interviews it's very very wry wry where's ginger johnson from oh county durham from county durham so another is that up north (laughs) oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah durham is durham yeah of course i don't need to google that (laughs) She talks about she's inspired by the lady that ran the paper shop and the ladies that ran the Red Cross. Yeah. <laughs> like that. And there was a really good, I, I actually caught this only the second time around because again, I was uh, completely out of my mind when I watched this the first, first time. First time, right. So she walks in and so, you hear tomorrow, she goes, red and green shouldn't be seen about her outfit. And then you just hear her go, oh, it's orange. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, wow, they're keeping in even her like off camera comments. Um, oh. She says uh, she's a writer, director, puppeteer, SOS. She can eat eight 10 inch hot dogs in two and a half minutes. Which made me think of our girl, Crystal. Yeah, as I say, coming for her gig. Uh, that's that's Ginger Johnson. Okay. Love it. Who's next? Next up is Dee Delicious. Mm-hmm. She stomps in and says, well, this isn't the drive through, but I'm still about to eat. <laughs> now, <laughs> she's guilty of a few, a few times this episode of slipping into a kind of faux American accent and doing some kind of like, UK people don't use the term like, oh, she ate. Like it. Use that online, fine, if you want to be a part of the conversation, but things just don't sound right in our accent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, you can't say, oh, she ate. She ate. Oh, she ate. It's like, it doesn't. She ate that up. Yeah. Did you say that? Maybe, but you know you know what it's like when people are just like, oh, she's serving, she's serving this hunty, and it's just like in these flat accents. It's like, just everyone, I was about to say everyone stick to where they're from. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Where, where, where are we? Where well, are we? Dee Delicious has really caused me to say something quite problematic there. Yeah, you've got really, I don't know. She did make me laugh when she was introducing herself in her confessional. She said, I'm the ultimate MILF of drag. And then she says, but the kids are at Darren, so I'm here to have fun. I like that. I, was like, I like it. Just does it make, just silly. Just really the silly. The kids are at Darren, so I'm here to have a good time. She's wearing a lovely jacket in that interview. Yeah. It's kind of a red, like a red vinyl kind of maroon jacket it looks very stiff it it looks like something that um posh spice wore back in the day yes it really does it looks unbreathable and very stiff yeah a real early days <laughs> posh spice she says that uh so she is sisters drag sisters with crystal versace and she says that we pretty much run soho oh no she says that later the soho like oh no he says it's drag family yeah we run soho and then he literally is like oh crap. i was like no 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 don't do that also i'm like a uk version of it also the idea in london of being like we run soho okay <laughs> sure. It was funny when she said that she's known Crystal since she was a child. They flashed a picture up of the two of them where they literally looked like children, but that also could have been taken like three years ago. <laughs> Christopher's actually looks like that beautiful alien that yeah. she just is. 
Okay, next up we have Vicky Vivacious. She's 36 from Cornwall. Queen of Cornwall, she's holding a pasty. All right, well, you just want a bite of my pasty. Now, I will be doing her accent as a kind of a half Norfolk, half Cornish. Yeah. With some other kind of country accent thrown in, but I feel very, I feel very spiritually connected with her accent because it's... Despite mm. being on the other side of the country to where I'm from, it's very similar. It's a little, also, it's a little bit pirate what you just did. I've yeah. on that as well. She's wearing a black and white outfit. Now, interesting. She performs at the barracks yeah. for the armed forces. Yeah. Which is six to nine gigs a week. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she describes herself as the sexy drag Vera Lynn, which I liked that reference. That's good. What did Vera Lynn, what was Vera Lynn's song? Is that... The bluebirds over the white cliffs of Dover, wasn't oh, the it? Real, oh, real, 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 there's something we'll go We'll meet home. again. We'll meet again. Yeah. Very, Vera Lynn is a, a wartime, British wartime singer that people still talk about for some reason. Vicky Vivacious is just very professional. Yes. She feels very, very clean and tidy. Yeah. <laughs> little terrifying. Yes. A little bit. I do like a Cornish pasty purse. Yeah, no, Let's talk good. about a Cornish pasty for a second. When was the last time you think you've ever eaten a Cornish pasty? I've only ever had one once or twice. Yeah. Pasty is basically like savory pastry a hot wrapped around meat. Uh, yeah, wrapped around like some minced beef. But what do they call minced beef here? Ground beef. The, yeah, the, hot pocket, you're the right. U- hot pocket, yeah. And then the Mexican equivalent would be like a... Um, Empanada. Or, oh, yeah. I was going to yeah. say tamale. Yeah. I love a tamale. a tamale. Oh, my God. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. Should we order dinner? No, let's okay, order dinner. dinner. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> we were like ordering... I'm trying to find a Cornish pasty on, on DoorDash. <laughs> probably one in Santa Monica. <laughs> What's she wearing in her interview look? She's literally dressed remember. like a Cornish farmer. She's wearing like a, a denim like cutoff. Oh, yeah, a little, with a little neckerchief. Like a neckerchief. She's doing like a Cornish country look. Yeah. I wore, my, I wore a neckerchief a lot over the past week. Oh, yeah. Well, you've got to keep your neck safe. Yeah. And there's a good moment where they she says that she does a lot of dad jokes, and they say, oh, tell us one, and she just stares at them completely blankly, and then they all laugh. Good. <laughs> that was funny. Finalement, Alexis St. Pete. Yeah, Alexis St. Pete. Oh, my God. Her opening line, she's Polish, said, yeah. first we stole your jobs, now we're going to steal your crown. That is good. Yeah, that's edgy. That's edgy. American that, listeners, yeah. that's a reference to real races in the UK of mm. Polish people coming to the UK and being like, Polish people stole our jobs. It's like, no, they didn't. They were just fucking willing to do the jobs that you <laughs> couldn't be fucked to do. And yes, that is correct, American listeners. In the UK, they're racist against white people. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. That's a very good uh, point. Very funny. So she's dressed like a sexy dominatrix Polish woman. So she's got like a kind of very sexy black kind of leather outfit on, but she's also carrying a basket with a uh, pierogies and wearing like a headscarf. She's very like fun. A, a rubber transparent tight. Yeah. Those are pretty cool. She looks great. She's she very like good. sexy kind of milkmaid. Yeah. Milkmaid sex doll kind of. Hot bitch look is how I describe that look. I think her bandana is also like a PVC or something as yeah, well. Lovely, all wipe clean. She also, I, I felt like there's a few people that look very East London out of drag, and yeah. when I say East London, I mean the dated version of East London that we know. All right. <laughs> wow. Tell you what, she's not. She's not ruling Soho. Is no, she? she's not. She's ruling Hoxton. Hoxton, Hoxton Square. I was going to say Sp- Shoreditch. You see how I stopped myself and I said Hoxton is Maybe dead. she's she's ruling Spitalfields. Spitalfields. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's everyone. Well, not everyone, yeah. because apparently there is. Oh, I also like the fact that 
Alexis looks directly into the camera and says to put the subtitles on. Oh yeah, on. that was really good. And then she's she's like, and then just pretend I said something funny, and yeah. they all do it for her, which I thought was great. She also clacked her nails on the table in a way that I really gave me another chill down my spine. I yeah. loved it. I didn't bother writing down the Rue mail. It's we're, nonsense. Wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> Rue's hair is swept to the side like she's just been out in the wind. Don't you <laughs> she's, that. Because she's done like 7,000 of those videos for like 6 million different franchises. Yeah. So she enters and says, you're right, babes. Of course she does. And, uh, she kind of looks like she's wearing a sort of a big black coat. Like yeah. she's going to do a reveal or something. <laughs> like she's just chilly. What well, is yeah. the UK? What is the UK? Ginger says it's like seeing Kermit the Frog in real life, which I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then as always, I like to laugh at the the winning, the, the prizes that they get to make a, their own series produced by the twisted minds behind RuPaul's Drag Race. Who's that? Someone at BBC Three. Oh my God. The Brick Crew walk in. Uh, there's a very attractive man and then a very a very young, pasty, <laughs> but pasty twink with curly hair. Yeah, who's very smiley. Very so smiley. happy to be yeah, there. Like, very happy. They're both I, very cute. They are very cute. I hope they have the diversity in terms of size this year. Remember? Yeah. And, like, they were very good in previous years of having, yeah. like, some and Canada, guys. Canada just had, has just had some different kind of body sizes on theirs as well. Okay. What's so the maxi challenge, what Bames? What are the challenges? I got very confused okay. about what the fuck was going on. There's a lot happening. Like, okay, again, in my in my kind of you know, scarlet fever that I had last week. I didn't understand what was happening. I really got it this second time around. So the maxi challenge is the fierce impressions ball. Get it? It's a play on first impression. Got it. You get it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's going to be three different looks and this is, they really shoehorned in this ball to make it work in the episode one. So the first look is daytime drag, AKA what they walked in in. What so that doesn't wearing. actually make any sense. It's not daytime, it's not drag, daytime at drag It's literally... It's actually the same category as the third category that they do on the main stage, which is like, show off yourself. Because obviously that's what you do with your entrance leg, totally. isn't it? And also, I can't believe someone like, oh my God, I'm shocked. It's like, well, you've all dressed to right. impress yeah. anyway. So this is meant to be your first impression. Yeah. So that's the first look. And then the second one is up in the club. Up in the club. She says, uh, Bruce says, a hot club look. You've got an hour to get ready. And then I wrote, what's the third category? You get that later. Yeah. Um, and she says, well, tickety-boo, Bob's your uncle. And then says the line that I really enjoyed, which is, I've just learned about tickety-boo, so you're going to hear it a lot this season. <laughs> that was funny. So we got we to gotta go to the club, haven't We've we? We've got to go next door to Club Tickety-boo. Club Tickety-boo. Tickety-boo. Actually, boo. tickety-boo. I've got to put the T back in it because I'm talking English again. Tickety-boo. tickety-boo. Not tickety-boo with tickety-boo. a D. Yeah, tickety. We wouldn't say tickety-boo in Scotland. Takate. Tickety-boo. <laughs> My my note here is what's going on. <laughs> so Rue had alluded in this part that basically they're going to show off their club looks to a group of international jet-setting celebrities that are going to help decide you know who wins this category. Mm-hmm. So they come forward into Club Tickety Boo, and then we get introduced to who these international celebrities are, and it is a list of international drag race contestants. Would you like me to list them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have Pangina Heels, who was obviously on UK versus the World and uh, Thailand Drag Race. Lady Camden, who was on, you know, plane, US plane Drag Race. Nikki Doll, who was on US Drag Race and now hosts Drag oh, Race France. She's the French she's the one. French one. Silky Nutmeg Ganache, who's been on every single franchise ever known to man. Blue Hydrangea of the UK and UK versus the World. She won Blue. She won UK. She won UK versus, versus the world. world. Yeah, Sminty Drop from UK wearing a very fun giant oversized furry bucket hat, and Jimbo, who's been on every show that's ever been made yeah. in television history. And the most important question is Nikki Doll. How do you think she got to the studio? Ole Stadigro. Uh, she Luro Tunnel. Tunnel Yeah, the channel. <laughs> she came in the channel from Paris. So. 
this is maybe a little too detailed for your uh, more brief viewing, but yeah, I've got it on in the background though, so I'm trying the girl, to catch up. The girls, the contestants' outfits. I think they were told to bring a club version of their entrance look because everyone is wearing something that is oh, directly yes. related to their entrance look. Even even um, even Banksy is wearing a coat with like rats on it instead of on her shoes. Oh yeah, so you're it's almost, right. It's almost like they were told to bring two entrance looks. One one like daytime, one club maybe. Mm, that's a good um, idea. Which which I think they don't explain because later on Michelle criticizes someone for having looks that were too similar so that's kind of like well what the fuck do you expect when you tell them to wear bring two of the same outfit oh you're right so i was annoyed about that yeah oh my god what's her name the the mouse girl she looks great yeah so so at this point um at this point they appear to just have to dance each each kind of contestant has to just dance to what appears to be no music (laughs) Mm, yeah and they just add different music different rupaul backing tracks to each girl's performance the set looks fun yeah it looks big big and fun it looks much Oh, but wait a minute! It's the main stage. Oh, yeah, of course. Duh. And it, they've just they've just lit it differently. Yeah, and put it's just like drapes, put, drape, black got drapes, drapes, piping drapes. <laughs> so, I've, I've, I did a kind of a quick rundown of everyone's performance. Do you want me to sure. breeze through that? Yeah. I said Tamara, great. Rukal's a Demi Moore, aka Carl Richards. Goodbye, Kyle. Banksy looked great. Did a lot of walking around. Mm-hmm. Naomi Carter, she looked great as Nilky, Nilky, as Silky Nutmeg Ganache said, her face is stamped. She said, in America, we call it stamped. Cause it's like really perfectly on. Michael Maruli, annoying but seasoned. <laughs> I said she did a very painful split. And uh, Lady Camden, in her interview about her, said, she seems like a really, you're really fun aunt that's in Ibiza having fun with the girls. That's good. It was so bitchy and funny. Really made me laugh. Uh, Kate Butch did some tap dancing. Her shoe fell off, and then she pretends to fall face first on the uh, face first into the stage. That was fun. Gail. Yep. Uh, Ginger does some very tepid dance moves, and uh, someone describes her as Poison Ivy's older sister. <laughs> I can't remember who said that. Caramel kills it. Uh, they also changed the song. Everyone seems to be dancing to one different. Library track. Back, library track or like a Rue backing track. And then they change the song just for Kara and give her like this one with all the, it's that RuPaul with all the sirens. It's like, it's literally like a, almost like a ball, like a Vogue ball breakdown piece of music. <laughs> so they give that to her. Uh, Dee Dee, her wig comes off. Uh, but before that happens, she's pretty fun. And while her wig's coming off, they cut to RuPaul and she just goes, just pull it forward. <laughs> she's really annoyed. <laughs> just pull it forward. Uh, Vicky... Uh, Nikki Doll described Vicky as looking like Bianca Del Rio and the doll from Saw. Whoa. <laughs> That's kind of true. It's the most perfect description. It made me cackle. And finally, uh, Alexis, she does a lot of whip cracking and does the splits. And Jimbo called her Alexis St. Teat, <laughs> which made me laugh. And she almost falls off the stage. Great. Great, great work from everyone involved. Good honestly. time. All the queens that came back said something very funny. Alexis St. Teat is really funny. Mm-hmm. So wait, so for the main stage then, what's the idea? I'm really confused. Okay, so that means technically now we've done... Day it's look. It's a three-look ball. So the daytime look is their entrance look. The second look is their club look. Even though it's not judged on the look, it's judged on the performance. Doesn't make any sense. And the third and final category is Fierce Impressions Eleganza Extravaganza, a show-stopping look that is quintessentially you. I mean, what? So all three are like kind of non-categories and nothing really makes any sense, but you can see that they've tried to kind of reverse engineer a ball out of yeah. 
like an entrance look a mini challenge and a, and a main stage basically yeah, they it's, it's been kind of really shoehorned in for this one yeah just look like yourself yeah so we do get some chat in the workroom. We've got Caramel and Banksy having yeah. a good old chin wag. What are, what are they doing while they're having that chin wag? What are they doing? Taking their makeup off with olive oil. And I don't know if you noticed oh, that. Oh, they really zoomed in the olive oil. They zoomed in on it, but it's also, it's been delabeled because you can't show products in the, in the UK. So they it's been like delabeled by the art department. So yeah. it's literally just covered in black gaffer tape and it just, the only words they left were olive oil. Yeah. It wasn't even relabeled. <laughs> they just covered up the brand thing and just left olive oil. Extra virgin or What do you think virgin? it is? What's that brand in the UK? But 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 I want to say like Bertoli. Bertoli, yeah. Bertoli. Is, it, is it Bertoli? Yeah. <laughs> Bruno Tolioli. Bernascoli. Mm. Uh, also, what, how did you feel about the fact that they bring in all their drag in those tar- big tartan shopping bags? We talk about it every year. Oh yeah, I completely. I, just, I love it. There's nothing really to say. I just I want everyone to know that I love it. Yeah, it's one of your favorite things. Them, just them dragging around those big tartan shopping bags. Mm. <laughs> Very much like you'd get from a, a shop in Dalston High Street. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it's like edgy market chic. Even though in everywhere else in the, the country, it would be an actual thing from the market. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so they're having a nice chat about being yeah. uh, trans and non-binary. Yes. It's Caramel's sixth time. Yeah. Uh, auditioning. Well, just trying to get on the show. And she yeah. said, finally, she's glad that now's her time. She's fully transitioned. She's doing it. Yeah. She's like her complete self, which mm-hmm. is nice. So... That's the end of the day and we, we get our first... I mean, there's there's a lot of strange edits in this whole episode where they're trying to avoid wide shots of the group. We get our strangest edit of the whole episode is the next day everyone's walking into the workroom. Oh yeah, what's going on? So I, I want you to play it play it first. You can see okay. basically... <laughs> so like, okay, stop that. So, so they always... They will always show why they're laughing when they come into oh, the, yeah, into the like, workroom. Oh, day, like, two. day two. I just did a number two. Exactly. <laughs> but obviously you can tell that they couldn't use whatever the wide shot was because that contestant is still in it. So they're like, oh, we'll just have them all walking and laughing. So you just get this really hard cut of them all going. <laughs> and that's it. It's really strange. <laughs> I'm into ginger. <laughs> that's why next note is I'm into ginger. She's worried. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> uh, I said, Naomi's funny. And so's Tamara. They're real bags of energy. So there's just a little scene lit between the two of them. I didn't even bother writing down what happened, but just the two of them interacting was like two kind of supernovas of energy and charisma kind of blasting off into the air. There's a shot of them both laughing. And I was like, whoa. Shining like a supernova. Anyway. we Next we get another combo. Get the kind of the two old biddies get together for a nice like, a nice moan and groan about being old old drag queens. Even <laughs> though they are literally our, our age. age. <laughs> Actually, Vicky's younger than us. So what is Vicky Vivacious and Mike, Michael Maruli? Yes. <laughs> Michael Maruli. Michael Maruli. I live in Gran Canaria. They're really, they're two, to use a real UK term that uh, Andrew always uses all the time, they're two real hoofers. Hoofers. They're real hoofers. They've been around, they've been around the block and really worked a long time in the, in the industry. And they kind of, they both get quite emotional talking about the fact that they're on the show and they've both been really kind of, they're real like drag workhorses, aren't they? And it's nice to, it's nice to have that kind of representation on the show of just like queens that have just been like, like Michael Murley just out in Grand Canaria, just like. Just steadily plowing away at the same gig I can imagine for years, just like him in Grand Canaria, Vicky at the barracks. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah, like really kind of that's very like UK drag, isn't yeah. it? That kind of like someone performing in Grand Canaria, someone performing at the barracks. It's just so it's just you wouldn't you just wouldn't get that that that's like drag drag queens performing in like working men's clubs. It's very like yeah, it's, old school. Or the US equivalent is like 
a drag queen going to Afghanistan yeah, like, to entertain a, the troops? A USO, a USO torch. Like, what? Yeah. That would just never happen. And yeah, it's 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 nice. And then there's a really uh, kind of mean moment of Dee Dee. Dee Dee Lish is trying to psych out Alexis uh, when they're getting ready, saying like, oh, I think I'm in the bottom and I think you are too. And Alexis really takes the bait and gets emotional. Dee Dee Licious looks a little demonic yes. in her boy drag. Demon twink. Demon, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, you definitely, you can definitely imagine her in her boy look ruling by ruling soho it also means being acting like truly demonic around soho yeah you can really picture it yeah <laughs> she's definitely someone that would like tell you to fuck off like outside of a gay bar in in soho like for sure <laughs> and tell you you look shit <laughs> you look shit you look shit yeah i could just i could picture it <laughs> so we'll go to the main stage let's do it so we have obviously rue michelle and alan and then we have the new love of my life Kristen McMenemenemenemenemene. Before we get to her, Rue's look. Oh, yeah. It's a fun, fun lemon gown she's got a going lemon on. explosion. Yeah. Lemon explosion of taffeta with some sort of body diamond, body sequencer underneath. Okay, yeah. Now, who is this woman? <laughs> she is a model. Kristen McMenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenemenem
Mm, don't know. I was like 2.4 children. <laughs> <laughs> Two pints of lager and a packet of packet crisps. <laughs> oh my God. Remember 2.4 children? We were really obsessed with that show in my house. I yeah, don't know why. I watched a lot of that as yeah. well. I can't think of what it was. And so she, the, nothing really gets said apart from this. This really offhand, wafty thing from Kristen McManaman. She just goes, simple and sweet. <laughs> it made me laugh. <laughs> oh, she eats some flowers at the end as well. She does. Okay, next up is Dee Delicious. Yeah. Now, it's a kind of red... How would you describe this? It's kind of a, a bit of a burlesque I hate to do Queens Against Queens, but a very burlesque kind of Ben de la Creme kind of look. It's yeah. this kind of showgirly, red sequined, like split skirt thing with like a collar. And she's having issues with her collar. It's interesting because it's quite old school. Yeah. And she's very young. Yeah, but her whole drag look is quite... She looks like a glamorous older woman, I think. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's all I really had to say about her. It's okay. fine. Fair enough. Who's next? Caramel. She's wearing a gold headdress and bra. Cara. And then, and then she's wearing, uh, this is what I didn't understand. understand. She said she's wearing a uh, camo skirt and she said there's an orgy happening on her skirt and I couldn't see it. So I think those cutouts are shapes of like, oh, are they dicks? I and... think they're shapes of penis, peni, right. I think. Okay. But you're right. I can't quite make, make them out. Hmm. Okay. Next up, Banksy. Oh, she looks great. Well, she does look great. Tell you what, she looks like a bloody Banksy, doesn't she? <laughs> so she's wearing a, a white, a very tight white dress that kind of fans out of the bottom. And she's hand painted it with a kind of red paint. So it matches her hair. She's got red bloody nails and red contacts. She looks, this is, this is fantastic. Does our girl adore her? She does. I yes, bet. she does. And then I she bet. says, she says, oh, uh, her hands are covered in blood. Did she murder another contestant? <laughs> Maybe she murdered the one that we don't get to see. Yeah. Remind me, Banksy the artist. How's that spelled? Is that with a Y? I don't know. <laughs> you see the look of panic in my this, eyes when you ask me that. This IE. So I'm just wondering. I'm just thinking in terms of like you know I'm, I'm big on brand. Yeah, and copyright claims. Mm, Banksy. Oh yeah, Banksy's with a Y. Yeah. Okay. Next up. Uh, next up is Vicky Vivacious. I hate that name. <laughs> I just let's just call her Vicky. She's doing a Trooping the Colour look, but like an oversized, hipped version of the Trooping the Colour look. Does this connect to her earlier outfits? No. Okay, fine. I don't think the third looks have connected. Meant to. Oh, okay, fine. I think it's just those first two. And some of them just naturally connect because it's their style, I think. So yeah, it's that classic standing outside of uh, Buckingham Palace. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Great. Sure. Fun. So next up we get Kate Butch. She's, yeah, I suspect that she's wearing Heelys. Heelys. Because you don't see her feet and they're not roller skates. And she's rolling, you know, so I think she's wearing, technically wearing a trainer underneath this outfit. That's a very clever idea. Clever and bold in case they make you show them. Yeah. Because they'll look, they'll look bad. Do you remember they tried to do a musical version of Disney's Little Mermaid? And they were like, yes, they were like, do you know what? Instead of putting people on strings, we'll put them all in those little wheels. Yes. <laughs> so stupid. Okay. Next. Oh, I will say what I really liked was in her interview, uh, Kate says, oh, Alan's loving it. I'm like, I'm comedy. He's comedy. He really sees it. And the, the producer goes, what about Michelle? And Kate goes, oh, she hates it. <laughs> she hates me. <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, next up is Naomi Carter. This really made me laugh. Okay. So she looks amazing. Uh, she, she's basically doing like a disco Diana Ross kind of look, but in her interview, what made me laugh is that she says, she basically says, listen, I always dress like really slutty with my tits hanging out, but I wanted to wear something nice. And also I knew Rue really likes Diana Ross. So I basically just did this to impress (laughs) Rue. 
And I was like, that is super smart. Good for her. Yeah, really she knows good. what she's doing. Tamara Thomas, woezes. She comes out in copper colored wings. Yeah. A big hair. She is wearing a sort of bust plate thing. Yeah, she's doing kind of like a Renaissance painting angel kind of look. She yeah. looks like Kyle Richards still, even though she's blonde. Some precarious heels. And her wings malfunction. Oh, do they? Yeah. Or is that where she's sort of stumbling? Oh, and then she's yeah. holding up one arm. She's doing a good job, she though. Does, she saves it. And in the interview, she made me laugh out loud. She's screaming into the camera, like, about she how is. her wings, wings don't work. And she goes, she goes, little mix lied, those bitches. Wings aren't made to fly. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Lovely. Rue announces the safe girls, which we later find out are technically the bottom girls. And they are Dee Dee, Banksy, Kate, Naomi, and Tamara. <laughs> I like taking everyone's just everyone's first names. Tamara. And so that leaves the other the other queens, the the other ones left on stage, and Rue reveals that they are actually the top queens and that no one is going home this week. So that means the top queens are Michael, Alexis, Ginger, Kara, Vicky. <laughs> uh, uh, that's it. I think, <laughs> I think I got it right. I also love at this stage just not really knowing anyone's names. Yeah, I really, that would, could you see I was really struggling? I know, I enjoyed list, it. I don't you. know them. And then we find out the top two. Yeah. And they Oh are... no, we don't find out the top two just yet. Oh, we don't? What no, we next? have some backstage stuff Okay, oh, you tell me about the backstage stuff? Backstage stuff was pretty fun, actually. Oh, uh, okay. First of all, there's just a really fun shot of the girls sitting down and Kate Butch, like, wheeling behind them on her heelys, which made me laugh. And then they basically set the, the, the bottom girls up. They really set them up because they essentially clearly prompt them off camera to talk about who they think is in the top and the bottom. So they come up with the, with the, the bottom two that they've decided. The other girls come back in, kind of play act and say like, oh, like, oh, who do you think's in the bottom? Gets them to say it. And then they're like, oh, actually, by the way, we're all the top and you guys are the bottom. So it means they've got a lovely bit of confrontation about you know, them, who they assumed was in the bottom, but they're not even the bottom at all. So they have to kind of explain themselves, which is really good. What a tangled web. Yeah. I, I put, what a trap. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there's a really good bit where Naomi's talking and before the other girls come in and there, and then she goes, fuck them bastards. That's just, da, 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 and like does this, just the most Northern thing. She's like, fuck those bastards. We're, we're, we're safe. <laughs> it's like, Wow. <laughs> So yes, everyone goes back on stage and we discover who the top two of the week are. They are Vicky Vivacious, your favorite name in the world, and Caramel. Just call them Vicky. Vicky and Cara. Vic. <laughs> yeah, so they are going to be lip syncing for the win instead of lip syncing for their life. Yes. What song are they lip syncing to, Ben? We're in Eurovision 1996. Yes. And it's Gina G. Ooh, ah, open brackets, just a little bit, close brackets. And isn't this famously the the year that they everyone had to have the instruments that appear in the song on stage with oh. them? So they had a PC behind them. That's right. There's a shot of a PC. <laughs> Great just song. A, an iconic song, I would say, in mm. the canon of, of the UK, even though she's Australian, but entered for the UK. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Australia and the UK is the same. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say this is a strange lip sync because Caramel admits that she's wearing the wrong outfit for it. She basically can't do any of her like great moves. So she kind of just, she kind of just shuffles around and Vicky makes it more fun. Yeah, I, I thought that Vicky was like funnier, but I it felt like it was a real waste of a, a Caramel lip sync. As you said, Cara can't really do anything because she's wearing that, that dress of dicks. Yeah, she should rip that off. Vicky, like she's fun, but the facial expressions get a bit too much. Yeah. And she has a lot of penis jokes with her hands as well yeah. in terms of like size. Uh, it's, I've just written here, it's a lot. 
Yeah, well, Vicky wins. Mm, she does some marching at one point as well. Yeah, I did like that. She did some actual trooping of the color. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. So she wins. Fair. And well, I, I was saying, you know, I definitely noticed in the deliberation, in the wide shot, they, I'm sure I saw everyone. So I think that that mysterious queen had been eliminated by then. Okay. Yeah. So she gets her repeater badge. She does. No eliminations, no. as you said. What's happening next week? Next week, uh, it seems like Kara and Tamara, <laughs> Kara and Tamara are having some kind of fight about a sewing challenge. But wait a minute, remind they're me, they're the Cara ones that are housemates. F- yeah, they're housemates. Yeah. Oh yeah, because this isn't Kara being like, I can't do it for you or yeah, something like that. Something, something's happening. Something's afoot. <laughs> so this is episode one. Yeah. Where, because of my travels, we're getting these quite back to back, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, you'll so have episode, episode two, two in tomorrow. Whenever, very, very soon. Yeah. And then they'll be weekly. So don't you worry. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You're welcome. Bye. You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.